0: Welcome to Dad Devotionals, guys. I'm Dave Domzowski. Abba Elias said, An old man was living in a temple, and the demons came to him to say, Leave this place which belongs to us. And the old man said, No place belongs to you. Then they began to scatter, his palm leaves about, one by one, and the old man went on gathering them together with perseverance. A little later, Later, the devil took his hand and pulled him to the door. When the old man reached the door, he seized the lintel with the other hand, crying out, Jesus, save me. Immediately, the devil fled away. Then the old man began to weep. Then the Lord said to him, Why are you weeping? And the old man said, Because the devils have dared to seize a man and treat him like this. The Lord said to him, You have been careless. As soon as you turn to me again, you see I was beside you. I say this because it is necessary to take great pains, and anyone who does not do so cannot come to his God, for he himself was crucified for our sake. Men, welcome to Dad Devotionals. I have owed you a, another episode for quite some time now. I know it's been a while, and I'm sorry for my uh, lack of diligence in doing that. Um, I just haven't been... As devoted as I should be, and to that end, um, not too long ago, I ended my 90-day um, devotion with Exodus 90, where my focus was on drawing closer to God uh, through the various ascetical and prayerful and and uh, and fasting, um, and you know just general health and fitness requirements of uh, Exodus 90, the Exodus 90 program for. Christian men, but it's it's um mainly for Catholics. But I wanted to give it a try. I had just completed my MBA. You can, if you're watching on the video, you can see the degree behind me. Very proud of that. And I wanted to spend more time with God. Um, I also wanted it to be a time where I could reconnect with my family. You know, not that I missed a lot of things during the time that I was in my MBA program. But, you know, there was plenty of things that I did miss. I mean, I was still around for stuff and, but there's a lot of things that I missed with the family. So I wanted to reconnect and refocus my efforts on more of my spiritual and personal life, where I was so focused for a year and a half from January, 2020 to July, 2021 on you know, my, my professional life and getting this degree. And I, and I got to tell you, I'll be honest with you. I, I failed miserably. I didn't do a very stellar job with the Exodus 90 program. It, I, I had a a lot of trouble just even living out the day-to-day requirements. Um, I started with a lot of zeal, a lot of excitement, but that quickly waned, and I think, as you saw in some of the episodes this this season, I, I know it was a very short season, but you, you, you saw where I was struggling, and that one of the main things I was able to do was the the cold shower. And even really towards the end, I, sad to say, I threw in the towel in in many ways. So it wasn't a it wasn't a victory for me. But <clears throat> in that failure, and I'm admitting that I failed, you know. It, before i before I get into that, i I will say the guys who designed Exodus ninety knew exactly what they were doing, and when they said that you needed that fraternity and that community behind you, they weren't kidding. Um, I thought that I might be able to replicate that through things in the podcast, but I quickly found out that when you're not there with your brothers in person and you're not supporting each other and and uh, motivating each other encouraging each other exhorting each other on a day-to-day basis and you're not you don't have that community where you're all coming together and you're bring you're being prayerful together you're you, you have your your buddy who's kind of like your sponsor in a way who's <clears throat> you know saying hey this is where I'm struggling you know what what are what are you struggling how can we help each other how can we pray for each, one another that thing is especially especially in this in, the, in these last two years, that thing is is needed now more than ever and in my journey in Exodus 90 I was lacking that so I'll admit that, and that's no failure of the the program or those who designed it. that is my failure, and I own that one hundred and ten percent but despite all of that, I will say I, I, I will say that it, it wasn't a completely wasted effort because for those 90 days and even still to now god has been at the forefront even as i was failing i knew what who i was failing i was failing myself i was failing my family i was failing you know my my devotion to god so it put that at the forefront and it kept motivating me to at least try a little bit just do a little bit you know there's um There's this book that I that I started listening to on in my when I actually do get to drive my car. And I've really I mean, I've been working from home for almost two years now exclusively uh, due to the pandemic. So when I do get to drive my car and I don't have any kids and I can think or if I'm working out, you know, sometimes I listen to audio books. And this book, Atomic Habits by James Clear talks about, you know, getting one percent better in things. And so that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get one percent better in my prayer life, one percent better as a husband and and as and as a father. And Lord, have mercy on me as I struggle to do that. So I wanted to share that with you. I wanted to give you that update, and I wanted to encourage all of you. I know some of you tried to join me. I don't know. I don't know how you how you worked, how you made out. I know. And then even if you didn't, I mean, I know you're. We all struggle with our prayer life. We all struggle with that day to day of just um, living, you know, just trying to be a good Christian, you know, forgetting and and trying to put off the world despite everything just clamoring for our attention. You know, uh, we, uh, my son's involved and and my daughter, my daughter's involved in swimming lessons. My son is on a swim team. He actually just turned six a couple of weeks ago. And uh, she's she's three. She'll turn four in January. But we met this his uh, swim coach. My son's swim coach is a is a woman who's originally from the area we're from, but um, they, she moved out to moved out to California a while back. But they're back. They, her and her husband, who is from California, are here and have been since you know the pandemic. Uh, started, but at least for them, they were, I think they were displaced in April or May. But, you know, he strikes me as a, as a guy that just needs that time to vent um, that time to express his frustration, you know, in some of my conversations with him and, and just trying to raise his kids and that battle that ensues in, in, in trying to do that and trying to do it right, trying to, you know, give them the best without having it be a constant struggle. But I I think in in, in speaking with you dads and in speaking with, um, you know, my my wife and and what she encounters with talking with her moms, both in what the moms struggle with and what the moms express to her that their husbands struggle with, you know, I think of it in two ways. I mean, I, I relate to it, obviously. My wife relates to it. In in our daily struggle, but then, you know, I, I, I felt this call to be more, I don't know, to be more giving, to be more, to, to help more. And I was looking for ways to do that. And I think my way's right here. I think I need to be doing more of this. Um, so I'm going to, I'm going to take a pause here and i actually want to share with you a quick um a quick clip from a video that i found just about anxiety coming closer to god trying to trying to find that path and then i want to share some of the ideas that i have where i i can try to engage you more in the next season of dad devotionals because i will announce right now there will be a season 3 it's going to look a lot different than this one it's going to be more along the lines of um, season one, but we 'll get to that in a minute let me Let me get that quote
1: up for you or that clip up for you right now Kind of recalibrating life that 's I think the idea John of damascus was saying it 's the time to refresh life and to live in a certain way to say well now something 's different god 's close to me now I, in this place when i'm when i 'm uh, vulnerable, I call to God now and he 's here his consolation is visiting me. How do I live my life now in such a way to keep on to this because the things I had that were comfortable before were were fine, maybe in themselves, but I didn't have God close to me. And now this is what I want. And I I think, you know, every every human being um, who knows God long enough comes to those times in their lives where they start to say, uh, because of their this moment that they've come to this difficulty, and of course it's surrounded with with fear, fear of losing all kinds of things. But there's something new happening also, something that's powerful, something that speaks to them from a very deep place, and they say, "Look, I, if if you'll just give me anything, God, if it'll be if it'll really be from you, I'll I'll take anything. Just stay close to me. Uh, don't don't pull away, even if um, even if I'm." start living my life again in some way where I, where I forget you. Don't let me forget you. And the, the, you know, the, the, especially the art and poetry of uh, Christians throughout the ages has these kinds of themes that they're there in the Psalms of David um, and etc. There's something like that. What father Isaiah is saying this idea of converting the psychological to the spiritual, if someone were to ask me and you know, who's going to ask me, I don't know but if someone was going to ask me, what do you think about, you know, a picture of human health? ultimately, uh, I, especially something like psychological health or psychological and spiritual health. I would say it's something like being able to bear all of the experiences of our lives, to get up under the weight of them, to bear them realistically without running or hiding, and to convert the psychological to the spiritual. Actually, you can't really do the first without the second. I thought that quote
0: or and that and that clip it, just so inspiring, but so true, right? I mean, how often do we forget God in our daily lives, right? I mean, we can have all the icons around us, we can have all the all the prayer books, you know, on our desk, but we still forget God. We still forget to acknowledge him to pray unceasingly to see but you know the the neighbor that stands before us who we might have issues with as a reflection as a holy icon himself or herself right we forget that and i think that is a reminder that it is our fallen nature our human experience to forget god but he has a way of reminding us, doesn't he? And and little different things with our, with our conscience, with something that happens, with a remembrance of a, you know, a little miracle that we had, like getting a new job for me, or, um, you know, how we got out of a jam in some way, and how he delivered us from, you know, our own You know, the the things of our our own doing where we we get ourselves in these in these uh, in these issues. And then like a good father, he comes and scoops us up and pats us on the head and sends us on our way. And then we forget him again. And he has another way of reminding us and uh, how much he has truly blessed us and given us and why we do owe him all the all the praise in the world. So I just wanted to share that with you. And I hope that inspires you. So now what's going on for dad devotionals going forward? Well, as I said, there will be a season three and I'm excited to say that. But the way I'm going to approach it going forward is it's going to be more short, bite-sized seasons, kind of more like a series. So I'm, I'm thinking of doing it this way. And if you have any suggestions please feel free to email me dad at gmail.com hit me up on Facebook or Twitter. Um, you know, send me a Facebook message. Love to hear from you. Uh, I think you can also send us, if you're on the Facebook page, you can also send us a what's, message as well. So please, I send me criticism. Tell me you hate the idea. Uh, I want to do what, you know, I, I see you guys as my, as my small little, my, my group, you know, my congregation based off of what I have as the, on my phone, what gives me the the stats for the podcast. Uh, you know, we'll get the latest, the last episode we have right now has about 250 something lessons. Um, but generally the, where the audience, I use anchor.fm for the podcast. They generally put the audience at 112. So I told my wife a couple of weeks ago, I see that as my, my own little, my own little church, you know, you guys are my own little church that I, um, no, I'm not a priest, but I am doing my best uh, to, to lead you, uh, God willing. And I hope that, I hope that in, you know, what I put out here inspires you. And I feel more called to be doing this, doing this ministry. And I feel like I've been neglecting it. So to that end, um, these are some of the series that I have in mind. I want to do a service series where we highlight the different ways that you can serve the church through different orthodox missions. Uh, Series on virtues and vices, talking about the commandments, the attitudes, talking about manhood. What is that? What does that look like? You know, putting together a nice interview series for that. Parenthood, fatherhood, husband, being a husband books and movies that with an Orthodox perspective, other podcasts that I think you should check out. And then things that, yes, are worldly. And I, will, I, I won't I will just have Orthodox priests that come on. I, some might be, you know, other denominations, maybe Catholic or, or, or something, but they have a good message for a particular thing. So I think it's relevant. And then some might be secular, just because I couldn't find the right, I couldn't find a good Christian resource um, that I thought got the point across that I want, but mostly it's going to be, you know, it will be, um, you know, Orthodox Christians and Christians in general, but topics like money, um, topics like career leadership, time management, which that, the, the episode I did on time management, with Adrian Shepard in season one is the most listened to. <laughs> um, episode time management for dads. If you haven't checked it out, go back and do it. I think it has like 700, 800 lessons. I mean, it is by far the most. Now, you know, I have a small, you know, you, we're not, we're not talking like the most popular podcast here on iTunes. Um, but what I have is, you know, ha- has, has resonated with folks in, in at least a small way. And then even things like health. Um, and, you know, I've gotten, I don't know where you fall on the, the toll house, uh, doctrine, but I've gotten into that, just exploring that. It's been very interesting. Um, there orthodox talks.com is a resource I'd recommend where, um, where the, the priest monk down there gives some incredible lectures on all, all different topics and worth a listen, uh, check it out on YouTube. But so those are some of the ideas that I have floating around and where I see this going is, you know, five to probably more, in the five episode range per topic per series where I think we can capture it pretty well with getting somebody on who's knowledgeable on the topic and will give you good information. So that's where I expect that to go. Um, I hope you've found some uh, wisdom from this, you know, you know, from this episode, uh, you know, what I've dealt with, where I see this going, <clears throat> and I, I, I wish all of you the best of luck as the, as the year closes out. I hope you have a, a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday and a wonderful um, Christmas holiday. So I, I see a lot of these things. Hopefully, I can get some things up before the end of the year, especially in the service element. But if I don't have anything up before the end of the year, definitely look for it in the beginning of 2022. And with that said, I want to to end with this quote. Abizeno said, If a man wants God to hear his prayer quickly, then before he prays for anything else, even his own soul, when he stands and stretches out his hands towards God, he must pray with all his heart for his enemies. Through this action, God will hear everything that he asks. As tough as that is, I know for me as well, Lord, have mercy on all of us for that. I am Dave Domzowski. This is Dad Devotionals. May Lord have mercy on all of you guys. I appreciate you
1: for listening. Christ be with you. Thank you for listening to Dad Devotionals with me, Dave Domzowski. Please remember
0: to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review. And also email us at daddevotionals at com, and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash daddevotionals and also youtube.com slash daddevotionals. Make sure to subscribe, like us, do whatever you got to do
1: to stay in touch. Thank you for listening.